Hello, and welcome to episode 20 of X Interact, where Steven, Eric, Sam, and Gaff get together to discuss this week's biggest news in gaming and discuss that week's main topic. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at X Interact to stay connected with us and to listen to our podcast on your Spotify feed, podcast app, wherever you find it convenient. So, without further ado, let's get to the news. So, it's worth mentioning that uh, Steven is not here with us. He's currently experiencing some sickness. Yeah, well, soon, dude. But as we've done so in the past, we'll carry on without him. Um, and so we all kind of realize that not much has happened this week in terms of big game news, like like industry news. But it doesn't mean not a lot has happened. And the story that I'm going to talk about has been ongoing for a couple weeks now. And since we didn't talk about it last week, I thought might as well talk about it this week, give it the attention it deserves, and see what kind of discussion comes about. Um, and we'll see how it goes. But I think it's just, it's definitely, definitely worth mentioning. So, as if you listen to this, you may know that Activision Blizzard has gone through quite a lot of controversy lately. It all it all started maybe two weeks ago when the big story came out that a whole lot of sexual harassment has been going on within Activision Blizzard. How the work culture within the company seems like a frat house and all the boys are just, they're making sly comments at women. They're having private group chats talking about the women in ways that really shouldn't be, especially on, especially when they're, they're your coworkers. Uh, there have been allegedly people following, men following women into breastfeeding rooms. And there was that story about that infamous, uh, with the Cosby room, Cosby hotel room. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So lots of bad, probably the worst PR you can possibly imagine. Um, and in response to that, the employees, they, they, they coordinated a company wide walkout, you know, to protest these work conditions in order to advocate for change. And they did that, and it was powerful enough to actually solicit a response from the higher-ups. The, the president, or sorry, CEO president, I forget right now, they did issue a response, a response that the employees found to be tone-deaf and not the one they were looking for. The employees did have a list of demands, and they they weren't going to be satisfied until they were met. And there were talks of of the employees unionizing or just collaborating, you know, sticking together in order to fight this problem. And then, in a sec, what what eventually happened was the company. In response to all this, they did hire a firm to investigate the work culture. You know, they, they're trying to make it seem like they're 
they're being they're being proactive that they're trying to they're trying to work out a solution but obviously since it's news is still coming up some very bad news it obviously hasn't been solved overnight so one of the first stories i want to talk about after the initial blow up of all this is the changing leadership at blizzard so the the current leader of the studio of a Blizzard Entertainment itself. J. Allen Brack, he will be stepping down as, as leader of the studio, effective as of, I guess, August 3rd, 2021. And in his place will be Jenna Neal and Mike Ibarra, and they will co-lead Blizzard moving forward. Some facts about these two. Jenna Neal joined Blizzard in January. She was the former leader by Karis Visions, and once the merger happened, she uh, got this role and she provided leadership to the Diablo and Overwatch franchises. Mike, Ia- Mike Ibarra sorry, was the general manager of Platform Technology and was in charge of developing Battle.net. And all that Jay Allen Bragg had to say in this, in this piece of news was a short little quote. And I'll recite it for you. I'm confident that General Neal and Mike Yabar will provide the leadership Blizzard needs to realize its full potential and will accelerate the pace of change. I anticipate they will do so with passion and enthusiasm and that they can be trusted to lead with the highest levels of integrity and commitment to the components of our culture that make Blizzard so special. End quote. And that is it. No special goodbye, no commemoration of their of his achievements. Or his history at the company, which is definitely long. Just a goodbye and farewell, and that's it. So, uh, before I ask you guys for your opinion, I think it's worth noting that a lot, a lot of people were demanding that Activision, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick, Kotick, there are a lot of demands for him to step down, whether from the internet or employees themselves. Uh, that did not happen. Instead, there are a few changes changes in staff. There are a few a few big people that were fired, head of HR, Brack, obviously, but not the big CEO. So, with all that, how do you guys feel about all this? Do you feel like this was? Do you think this is just a a PR move, just something to a bone to throw to the masses to appease them? You want to go first? Go Sam? ahead, Ark. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Ark. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna like pretense this by saying like I've been on vacation this past week, so like I'm like getting caught up here as well. So if um if I'm like kind of like going like um and stuff like that on my thoughts, it's because I haven't been really keeping up with the news this week. So I I saw this when I was like on vacation, and I think it's um. So uh, there's a couple of thoughts on this, I guess. Like, it's a good step. Uh, it's a good start because, you know, I, I believe that J. Allen Brack, there was, um, I think he was like, uh, I don't know how to, how to explain this. Like I said, uh, it's all going on at once. But he he is like leadership that most likely knew about all the problems going down at Blizzard and probably oh, just did nothing about it. So him going is good. But at the same time, this isn't the end, end of like, this isn't just the end of this entire controversy, you know? 
like uh, Bobby Kotick, head of Activision, has to go too. I've been seeing people on yeah. on Twitter saying stuff that this is probably like a um a scapegoat, like to get some good PR out there and to not n- not forget about this story, you know. And I agree with that. Like we should continue mm-hmm. to hold Activision accountable and um just yeah, uh, these pro these problems aren't caused by one person. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, like this yeah. is just, one person isn't going to solve the issue. Yeah, like this is just and one like, person. I'm not gonna, and we have yeah, to get I'm rid of the rest of the, uh, uh, the the bunch. There you go. Go ahead, uh, Sam. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to say, I'm not going to pretend to know, like, you know, the inner workings of how of Blizzard and, and like pretend to know exactly what's going on. But clearly, there's a major problem. You have, I don't know how many people, but a ton of employees, like, you know, just, uh, us not working like uh because they feel that change needs to happen so clearly something is going you know something is wrong there is a you know frat boy i guess cult type culture which is just ridiculous um those that type of culture shouldn't even be happening at a frat house in my opinion but i agree um (laughs) As someone that's currently going to school, yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously something is completely wrong. I also have not been like you know super caught up on this story in particular. Um, but that's why I'm here <laughs> to tell you guys. Yeah. At least try to. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are right. Like this shouldn't be the end. Um, but it may be. You know. Like unless they do a clean sweep, they they rotate out almost all of the the senior leadership in Blizzard. Like this isn't gonna stop. Yeah. And like this is this is such a huge problem because obviously this isn't just contained at Blizzard. Like this probably happens. However, however bad it is, like something like this probably yeah. happens. At so many companies, um, yeah, it's not just Activision Blizzard, yeah. Uh, and some people may say it's, it's more it's more pre- prevalent in tech companies. That may or may not be true, but still, this is yes. Although this is a systemic problem, like it just it just sucks that this with the removal of Brack and a few other seniors like there could still be more people uh or campers that'll get to keep their jobs you know they, they won't be punished and yes of course it is fantastic that general neil is in is now in such a great leadership position at blizzard and Unfortunately, there is, you also can't ignore the possibility that this is just another decision to get on everyone's good side, you know? Because on the surface, it looks good, you know? They're, they're being sued for, for their treatment of women, and so the response is to put a woman in a position of power. And I'm sure a lot of people will take that and be happy with it. Should they? Like, what does this seem like to you? 
Hmm. I I really don't know. Um. I mean, I'd be happy okay. with it, but it's not the only thing that needs to happen. Like yeah, like 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 putting a woman in power doesn't just suddenly fix all this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely not a step backward, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's still a lot to go. So moving on from that, the the next thing that came up. Activision Blizzard employees form a coalition and they reject the CEO's choice of law firm. Now, this is a very large, very large article on IGN. And I'll do my best to summarize it for you. So in a combined letter from employees across various Activision Blizzard studios, including, you know, Activision, Beanox, Blizzard Entertainment, High Moon Studios, Infinity Ward, King, Sledgehammer Games, Raven Software, Macarius Visions. Worth knowing that almost all these guys work on Call of Duty. But that's a separate issue. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> these people, they're, ex- they're expressing that CEO Bobby Kotick did not meaningfully address their concerns. Part of the reason you know, writing this letter is because they're saying that the company's use of Wilmer Hale which is a firm they're using to investigate the work culture at the company. The, the employees are saying they don't like it due to their conflicting interests uh, from its, quote, pre-existing relationships with Activision Blizzard and its executives. And also the firm's history of discouraging workers' rights and collective union, sorry, and collective action. And if I can just going to, So the firm is led by is led by a partner called Stephanie Avakian, and Stephanie Avakian also has a history of quote protecting the wealthy and powerful. So it's been said before that this firm that Activision Blizzard has hired has also been used by Amazon in the past, and it's been called a uh, a union busting firm. So, yeah, that already doesn't look good. It one has to think what will come of this investigation, if anything at all, if anything positive will will result in this. If, how do you guys feel? Activision Blizzard, like, like I remember this entire week going, how can it get any worse for them? And then. Like story after story would like come out, and you'd be like, "God damn, Activision Blizzard!" Like, really? And I guess this is just like one of those stories where it's like, you guys are, you guys say you're this never, this stuff never happened, and you guys say you're for your employees, but then you do stuff like this where you hire a union busting firm to stop like your employees from like speaking out against this stuff. Like, come on, man. Yeah, how hard. <laughs> It's like they're trying to get themselves bad press. Yeah, exactly. They're just like digging themselves a deeper hole. It's almost satirical. Yeah. When it comes to it. Yeah, it it does it does come across as tone deaf and ignorant. And you know, it's good that this they're not just getting away with this, right? At least not without people knowing about it. It's good that 
first of all, it's good that all these studios are banding together in support of in support of all this humongous mess. And it's good that they sent this, this letter to they sent this letter to IGN themselves and for the purpose of IGN spreading it to the wire masses. So it's good that this is getting out because this could have easily been something that got, you know, shuffled away. But now that's out there, yeah, it definitely doesn't look good. Next up, next up on this uh, train wreck, shareholders sue Activision Blizzard for withholding harassment info. Uh, so shareholders proposed a class action suit against Activision Blizzard for underselling or failing to admit altogether important information, saying that they were, this is funny, economically damaged. This led to a shareholder price that was artificially inflated. So the gist of the story is that, yeah, shareholders, they weren't happy that Activision, they weren't forthcoming with all this trouble going on, that they were in the process of, of, they, they, they never said, they, they, they kept saying that everything was fine, that nothing bad was happening, or that whenever, whenever such claims were made, Activision said that such routine claims and lawsuits are not significant and we do not expect them to have a material adverse effect on our business, financial condition, results of operations, or liquid liquidity. Li liquid sorry, I can't pronounce this word. Liquidity. Uh, sure, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um Yeah, they said it was no big deal. And it turns out it was a big deal, and shareholders they weren't happy about that. And yeah, normally I would I'd never be the person on the side of the corporate shareholders, like, oh, boo-hoo, their stocks have dropped. Um, but, I don't know, news is news, and it's just another another hit that Activision has to take. So, as if they weren't uh, being buried enough, now their own shareholders are uh, proposing to sue them. So, it just keeps on piling up. They now have their staff, their customer base, and their shareholders all up in arms against them. So, not looking good. <laughs> not one bit. Nope. Um, but yeah, do you guys empathize with their, uh, their bad stocks? Is, is, is this all funny in the end? Do you, do you sympathize with the, the white collars? I mean, I don't really empathize them. They're making like a bunch of yeah. money. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I empathize with them. I empathize with the staff. Yeah, of... exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the staff that isn't the issue isn't the staff that aren't causing problems. I empathize with, but yeah. yeah I... Whatever. Uh, Shareholders. Whatever. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, they're the ones. They're making money either way. Like, they only really like get involved if like it's affecting their money, and so like. Yeah. I guess it's good that they're suing Activision Blizzard because like, they need to be taught a lesson. Like, don't like hide <laughs> this. Don't hide this stuff. Don't and like don't lie. Don't lie about it. But at the same time, like, I, I don't really care about them either. So. No, it's like. 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. So as long as, like, long as they're on... uh, throwing punches at like, them, it's all good. Good on you for suing Blizzard, but either way, I don't care. <laughs> okay, so so I want to move on. So that all that news is done. I want to move on to something that some more than, more than we can talk about. What's the next? What as what we as gamers, as people that buy games, you know, like as customers, what can we do to, to help this, if anything? So obviously, the largest question on anyone's minds is: Do we boycott? Right? Is boycotting Activision Blizzard a smart or even the right move? You know, and people love to throw this word around whenever a controversy happens. It happened when the Blitzchung accident happened, right? Again with Blizzard. Uh, a lot of people wanted to, to boycott Hearthstone, right? That was the game. And Hearthstone and other strictly Blizzard games. Some people even threw around boycotts for Naughty Dog when the reports about Crunch at the studio were, were coming out. Harry and Potter. Uh, Harry Potter, right? After J.K. Rowling uh, revealed her her stance on on trans transgender, people, yeah. transgendered uh, people's opinions on the Harry Potter game suddenly did a one eighty, and a lot of people were thinking about not buying the game. And boycott the word is also used outside of the context of games, right? I mean, just recently we had. Just today, the Olympics ended, and people have been talking about boycotting not only just Tokyo, but also the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics, right? Or even think about it. Think about any big clothing company, uh, Nike, Adidas, and I guarantee you, you, you have heard of people trying to try to get people to boycott those companies because of the use of. Uh, uh, what was it? Slave labor? Not, I don't know if it's slave, child labor at least, um, in order to make their products. But for now, so for the sake of discussion, let's stick with Activision Blizzard. Is boycotting the the way to go? So I was initially going to say that. I will just continue to not buy Activision games because I don't really buy any of their games. But I do. I, 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 Diablo, I am very excited for. Mm. Um, and I don't know. When it comes to this type of stuff, I always like. There, yes, there are a lot of bad things going on at this company, but there are also a lot of people that have been working very hard and have put a lot of love into um, th these games and I think it would be un unfair to punish those just because of I don't want to say a few bad apples because who knows how many bad apples there are but, um, but yeah, I, fe I feel like it would be unfair to punish them by not supporting their game that they've put a lot of work into um, for, for so long. Yeah, so... Eric, what about you? 
Okay, so here we go. So I think I talked about this two week two weeks ago. I think it was me and Steven talked about it when uh, news first came out of the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. And I said personally, I'm I'm gonna boycott him. But the question in general is like, is a boycott even the right move? Because as um as Sam just said right now, like when boycotting the company in their games also means you're hurting the devs that worked on the game and it's it's tough you know because you don't want to support the the big wigs over there the the head you know the the corporate leaders and stuff like that you don't want to support them but at the same time you want to support those devs the good the good apples you know as we're going to put them here and and make sure that they're all right you know because even if because if we don't buy the games and they get and then Activision Blizzard gets hurt, who's gonna go? Not the big wigs. The devs are gonna get laid off, you know. Because and even if they do do well, they get laid off either way. Because I don't know if you guys like saw that story. I think a year or a half year ago that Activision Blizzard, while doing they were doing really well, they still like laid off like a bunch of people. And so like it, yep. it's a really hard thing to like to decide, you know, because. You boycott, you hurt the devs, but then you don't boycott and nothing really changes money-wise. Because really, money is the only thing these shareholders and the, the, the heads of the company care about. If, if it, It's just so hard to, as like a general consumer, to boycott a company. Because even if you do boycott a company, really, when does, that, when does a boycott really work? Like... Like two years ago, I think it was like Blitzchunk, that whole Blitzchunk situation. Did that do? Did that accomplish anything? That that died off within like a few weeks, you know. Um, the Pokemon Sword and Shield controversy, where the Dexit, where they were moving Pokemon from that game. While it <laughs> the was controversy. it was silly, yeah. But people were boycotting that, and then look what happened. That game became like what top three uh, selling Pokemon game of all time, I think it is. Yeah. Like. We we all say like oh we're gonna boycott this we're gonna boycott that but then, we, we, but then the boycott doesn't work out because we still have the people who aren't really into gaming news like the casual side I'm gonna call it right now they still buy the games like when Call of Duty comes out this year maybe some people in the gaming industry won't buy it or like like me personally I won't I I never really played much Call of Duty anymore the only game I was looking forward to was Overwatch two but even now probably either wait on a sale or have a friend buy that for me um because i'm personally like i said i'm gonna boycott activision blizzard but when call of duty comes out this year it's still probably gonna sell a lot of copies you know probably still probably gonna be in the top 10 selling games of the year like always so a boycott's like really hard and i don't i don't think it's man like it's just hard like i said for us general consumers to Tell the company like, "Hey, we don't like this." Besides, I guess there's some, you know, going on social media and like, just calling it out. You know, call out the bad, um, call out the good as well. Like, um, praise the good and all that stuff. So, it's just really hard. Like I like I said. Yeah, I. Both of the things you said are very true. Yeah, there are still people, no matter how bad a company is. It seems there's still people that are, are still putting in the long hours to make these games. And they're making these games, I guess, first and foremost, to get paid and to get their bonuses so they can 
feed their families and pay rent. And they are suffering all this for the sake of money. And you can say it doesn't help them at all if we don't buy their games because then uh, we're just contributing to their suffering. Like they, they endure all that abuse for nothing then if no one buys their games. <sighs> and then, and if we don't buy the games, if we don't pay into their microtransactions, then, then the company will just find a different way to monetize the games somehow, and it will probably work. And these are all points made, a, a, a lot of these points were made by um, Alana Pierce in a video she made as well. And it was very enlightening, and it just makes it very easy to be cynical. So, like, how how do we, as people, like, how do we make change at all? You know, like, people like to, before people like to say, vote with your wallet. But obviously, it doesn't seem to be working. Or it doesn't, it doesn't appear that it will work in this case. So, do either you have an answer? How do we, how do we make change? So, um, I feel like... It's it's like what I said earlier. Like, we gotta we gotta keep the pressure on Activision Blizzard on like social media and stuff like that. We can't let people forget about all this stuff that's gonna happen. Like, every time a news like I don't know if us personally we're still gonna, I think we're probably still gonna cover Activision Blizzard news. Correct? I don't know if like, we we can discuss this like a later time. But when we discuss Activision Blizzard, maybe like remind people like, hey, this is the same company that, that um is being sued by the state of California, you know, for like sexual harassment and all that stuff. Like just keep the, keep, keep that in people's minds. So they know Diablo, like, this, this company. Diablo four, nine and a 10 Activision blizzard, zero out of 10. And see like <laughs> that. Air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Like we, we, we can still judge their games, but the, like the company as a whole, until they make meaningful change, we we still have to like judge them on that, you know. And the same thing, same thing with Ubisoft too. Like I don't want to put them on the side right now, but like they're they still yeah. they had that whole thing happen like last year, and and from what we can tell based off like news articles and stuff, not much has changed over there, and you don't really hear people talk about that as much anymore. And we have we have to let people know like, hey, this is some serious stuff happening in these in these companies. And we can't let people forget about it until there's meaningful change. Yeah. Uh, hardly, hardly any, anything is innocent out there anymore. So I guess it does make it hard to think about who you're going to give your money to and who you're going to support. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and I, I just... At the very, I just want to close it off with like saying it's not just Activision Blizzard and Ubisoft. It's the entire gaming industry. Like there's probably stuff happening that we don't even know about yet. And it'll probably, this is such a weird thing to say. Cause I, I, I really hope it's not happening, but I, it probably is like, it, this is happening all around and we'll probably hear about another company eventually. Like it's such a weird, like a cynical thing to say, but it's probably true. And like, 
like I said, like two weeks ago, like it's 2021. The gaming industry needs to do better. We got we got to stop this shit. Or yeah, the whole world needs to do better. Like I still, I still catch myself like it's not even about, about like saying things, but having an attitude toward things that just like is outdated now. Or it's all a lot of it is subconscious. Like you don't realize. Um, the effect you have on on others, and my my girlfriend she'll she'll call me on it like when it does happen, and it's a good thing that she does because otherwise, obviously, I wouldn't ha- would not have known otherwise. And then because uh, now I know, then I can take the steps to think about it and uh, do better in the future. But I think I think that's just evidence that. Um, yeah, it's, this kind of crap happens everywhere. And for some reason, um, it's very, it's very loud and vocal in tech companies. Um, so yeah, it's, the only solution is, I guess, is just be better, which is just the most generic and non-helpful solution you can possibly afford possibly offer but it's not like there's some like magic potion you can splash on to to fix all this and yeah it's not i don't think it's on i get i i i've been persuaded that a simple boycott won't work either i think the ceos and higher ups um won't even notice because I don't believe that enough people will even have the right attitude. Enough people with the right attitude will will make a dent in their wallets. Yeah, and there's 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 a lot of people buying Call of Duty that don't probably don't even know about this story. Exactly. Don't even know what's going on. Don't know, and there's also probably a lot of people that do know and don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, which is yeah, it's it's a dark and and shitty thing uh, to accept and realize. Yeah. Well. Oh, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> like the only thing I think we can, like I said, we can do is just like you know, call out this behavior, we see it, and then you know, just go from there. Well, thank you all for for contributing to this discussion. And I I know it was difficult because it's um it's hard to follow everything everywhere, but you guys did well and th- thank you for participating. Now let's enough of that. Sorry, not enough fun of that, stuff. but fun, we, fun stuff. We gave it that time, so I think it's appropriate to move on to something much, much more lighthearted now. Let's let's have some fun, let's have some smiles. So, um, my ro- rotating segment for this week is a, a who would win scenario. Now, I asked the both of you a couple of days ago to think of a video game character, any video game character you can think of, and to think about reasons why they're the strongest video game character in our, in our, little, in our little tournament. I'm going to have each of you uh, say who that character is, 
I'm gonna allow you to defend them for as long as you want. I want, I want, I don't want you, I don't want to constrict you whatsoever. I want you to speak to your heart's content. And then, once we've all said our piece, we can all debate and stuff. But I want us to all silently, or not silently, privately vote on who we think would be the strongest of the three, and then we'll mm. have our winner. What if we just vote for our own one? <laughs> you cannot vote for your own one. Ah, why? I thought of <laughs> a while ago, and I should have said, um, here. Um, and I, I solemnly vow that if you send your votes to me, then I will not rig the votes in any way. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, I'm I'm the host, so <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> okay, so I think it's only fair that I start off because I have some points written down, and I I get to give you just a bit more time to prepare your statements, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna say I came into this. I came in this podcast totally unprepared. I did too. <laughs> okay, so in my corner of this of this ring, this wrestling triangle, I guess, uh, my pick for the strongest video game character among us three is the electric rat Pokemon. Can you guess who that is? Pichu? Well, Pikachu. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. No. Um, yeah, the evolved form of Pichu, I guess. Um, Pikachu, famed for being, thank you. That's exactly what Pika Pikachu sounds like. You're welcome. Pikachu is famed for being, I guess, the mascot of the Pokemon franchise itself, both the games and the anime. You know, the the famous partner of Ash Ketchum of Palatown. Um has been his partner for the past i don't know how many decades of television it's been on so here are some facts about pikachu and why i think facts. it could kick, kick all your characters asses so did you know that pikachu can unleash 100,000 volts of electricity that sounds like a lot doesn't it it sounds like a lot. <laughs> and I did some quick Googling on what exactly 1,000 volts, 100,000 volts will do to a person. Kill them? Um, um, yeah, it will most likely lead to death because most what happened likely. was... Most likely. And this is to uh, a person, just a human? <laughs> oh, you're fucked, dude. The source. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like you told us, most powerful, and you lead it with Pikachu. I don't know, man. <laughs> so the source I went to um, said that 100,000 volts is the same as like certain stun guns uh, use, like super powerful stun guns. Um, and they tested the voltage on like um, on some ballistic gel, which is what like other professionals will use, like test like bullets and other weapons on. So what happened when they uh, subjected this ballistic gel to 100,000 volts was it got super, super hot, and, and they said, easily enough to turn flesh into goo. <laughs> That's those words. <laughs> Their words. Um, so on top of the electricity, 
Um, Pikachu is also capable of learning a whole bunch of other moves that, if applied to the real world, I think could be very lethal. Um, quick Attack, Iron Tail, and I think Iron is pretty tough, so if you get hit by that, I think it's not, not going to leave a pretty mark. Um, and Pikachu's... It's pretty tough. <laughs> and Pikachu has a signature move um, called Volt Tackle, which is so powerful that it even deals recoil damage to itself after it uses it. So it's not a move to be taken lightly. Um, Pikachu, you know, has been known to survive flamethrowers and ice beams and getting hit by Pokemon much, much larger than it. Um, and as electric type, its only weakness is a ground type. Um, what about water? Uh, Pikachu is strong against water. I didn't make up the rules. Those are the rules that Pokemon established. What are you doing over there in Japan? What? And as much as Powerful. as much as uh, the Pikachu owned by Ash doesn't want to, I'm not Ash. Okay, I'm not looking to catch them all. I'm looking to be the best. And so, <laughs> while I still have Pikachu. You know, if I really want to, if I re- really need to pull this off, I will make it evolve into Raichu and will only get stronger. Gotta be the best. Not, not as catchy. I don't know. Not as good of a message either. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the final fun fact I have for you is that Pikachu can also eat electricity from telephone pole wires and such. It can also absorb electricity from lightning in order to recharge itself and get a little power boost. Mm-hmm. And that is why I think Pikachu is the strongest of our characters. Okay. Uh, Ark, you should go next. Nah, you should go. Nah, bro, you should go. Nah, you should go. I don't know if you took I... one of mine. Well, probably not. I probably changed Oh, yeah, I changed see? Mine, so. I, I, I might, I might have taken. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I, I might have taken. I do too. Hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I was originally gonna go with a Ratchet and Clank, but then I switched it to. Uh... Wait, that's two characters, bro. Well, well I mean, you can't do I that. I guess just Ratchet then, you know. But Ugh, uh, picking I'm, the I'm, worst of no, the two. I'm not choosing him, anyways. God. I'm choosing the one, the only, my oh, cool. boy. He's going. Huh? What do you think Nothing. I'm picking? I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, Sora. Your oh, boy. Fuck did you read my mind? Get out of here. Sora. Yeah. Listen, man. What? You and your <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the problem All with right. Sora, huh? Nothing. No, never mind. Nothing. Right. Well, so tell me about tell me about Sora, because I'm very unfamiliar with Kingdom Hearts. So, what is Sora capable of? Oh boy, you're in for a treat if you ever play those games. That's what I'm sure. Um. Okay. Where the fuck do I begin then? Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a Kingdom Hearts is a pretty standard game. It's pretty straightforward. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. You know. Hot take? No. Kingdom Hearts story? No, not as confusing as people say it is. That, that is a take. Hot take? <laughs> tell, tell me why anyways, you're wrong. Anyways. That is a scalding <laughs> take. Listen, man. <laughs> if you play through all the games, it makes sense. But obviously, that's a time commitment. So I, I can understand people's... uh. Uh, well, yeah, sorry. To play all the games, you have to have 45 different consoles and... Not anymore. Fucking... You just need a PS4. Well, now. yeah, not anymore. that's true. Um, okay, where the fuck do I begin? This is like... 
a hard one. Just talk about just talk about Sora and how he's okay, fucking um, weak as hell. No, he's not weak as hell compared to a Shepherd. I guess is your pick. I don't know who the hell you're picking. That's not <laughs> I'm not picking <laughs> Shepherd. He's just a dude. <laughs> um, where the fuck? Okay, I'm just gonna like read off uh, abilities page on Wikipedia because there's like a lot of shit you can like go into. Um, oh, so I guess we can start off here. You know the Keyblade. The end. <laughs> no, um, it, yeah, you stick it into a person, it unlocks. You can say about Sora, he's exactly. got a lot like, going for him. Yeah, there's a lot going for him, which makes it so hard to like figure out where to choose. So, um, uh, I, uh, man. Okay, so for Sora, um, I guess the first things first. You want me like, to defend Sora? Jeez, no, I got this. I got. <laughs> first of all, he's like the fucking bestest friend you could ever have. Like he's always there for you. He, his friends oh. are like. Friendship. Friendship, awesome. exactly. This doesn't have anything to do with fighting. What whoa, you... whoa, whoa. Have you ever seen anime? Friendship is always power in anime. <laughs> but uh, the Keyblade, you know, it's like a fucking magical sword that can unlock any fucking lock in the world, you know? You need to lock I something do down or open it, you can open that shit wherever you want. Um, It also, like, gives you, like, a whole bunch of, like, fucking superhuman powers, I guess. Like, fucking magic. Like, you can use, like, fire, blizzard, or thunder to take that Pikachu um even yeah, even get fucked yeah without even without training like even if you get more training you'll be able to learn more magic like cure to heal yourself so yeah. like sora has all that shit um, add, add the g's add the g's to all the spells exactly kiraga yep AOE water raga eroga for sure fire raga he can dual wield keyblade so like he'll have he'll go against you with like not one but two of them and like, oh, if you don't know true, what a keyblade is, it's basically like a fucking big sword shaped like a key. Just to let you know that right now. No uh, shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you never know. If you don't know what a keyblade is, it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> well, you don't know. People are like, "What the fuck is a keyblade?" Um, there's a uh, many different forms of a keyblade. Each one either has like a long reach or like shorter reach, but like higher damage. For Sora, we're just gonna count his basic ass Kingdom key with the fucking Mickey on the end. Um. <laughs> So you're going with the weakest Keyblade. Well, I mean, that's technically his canonical one. You know what I mean? You gotta pick one, and yeah, yeah that's, that's the one reason. he starts with. So it's the one he's All most right. known for. Your your loss. If he dual wields, he'll get. I don't know what the other one he can use is. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he can get like two of them. Um, let's see. His Keyblade can transform to different shit in Kingdom Hearts three, so like it can turn into like I don't know, like yeah, it can. Like uh, guns or like do that fucking yo-yo one. The yo-yo oh, God, is pretty cool. Uh, shield, um, ice blades and the fucking in the fucking um, yeah. The oh yeah, one. and then he and then he like skates around. Oh, yeah, God, that's sick. The, so sick. The ultimate weapon keyblade. Um, and Kingdom Kingdom Hearts one and two, they're pretty good. But Kingdom Hearts three, that thing is legitimately OP as fuck. And like it basically like gives him like thirteen when he changed the form of it. It brings like 13 blades around him and like he can use this ability called shot lock and every keyblade but his ultimate weapon one is basically like a gigantic light cannon that basically destroys anything in the fucking wake um let's see you haven't else. even gotten to the fact that he can use amusement park rides to Exa fucking I, annihilate hey, your ass I'm getting there. there's a lot more that Sora can do he can he can summon like you said the fucking disney amusement park rides fucking summon magic mountain on your ass <laughs> that's self-explanatory the uh, the, uh, the teacups will like spin around yeah, or, you know. <laughs> fucking water raft one yep 
Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, Andy Andy can summon all the keyblades from all the people who made played the fucking mobile game. Yeah, that shit was a, that was an experience. Uh, <laughs> spoiler um, alert. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. That was that I my fucking mouth dropped when that happened to be honest. Um he can summon like um other Disney characters fight alongside him, like Tinkerbell to heal him, Genie to do whatever the fuck Genie does, Peter Pan to fly around. Um Wreck-It Ralph, Stitch. Simba. Simba, yep. Uh, so, his fighting style, like, he originally, like, he didn't have really any formal training. Like, he, like, but in his childhood days, he would, like, practice sword fighting with a wooden sword with his, with his best buddy, Riku. And I guess he would, like, put that, he would incorporate uh, co- uh, that into his fighting style. But then, like, later on, he would, like, he would, uh, he would like have actual training and like have actual finesse and agility. He can like hot, like high jump, double jump, glide around, dodge roll, all that stuff. Um, he can like fucking bounce off walls. He can use these things called reaction commands, which basically like in the in the game are like you just like they're like context sensitive things. You press triangle, but like one I I want to call out is that he like in the final boss of Kingdom Hearts two. The boss throws like fucking skyscrapers at him, and he just fucking God, slashes yeah. like right through them. <laughs> he fucking cuts them down with fucking ease. Is all I'm gonna say. And then um um so I- I'm going on a rant right here, but like I just want to end it off with like some stuff. Like the Keyblade fucking lets him do a whole bunch of shit. He can do magic. He can fucking teleport around and shit with these commands too. He can fucking have superhuman strength as well. It, it, it's, this is basically just fucking anime bullshit stuff, you know. But I, I also just like want to fucking call out that he is a good singer and dancer. Thanks. Yeah, cause I, like I said, like this this Sora's from a fucking like what is it, thirteen games, whatever fucking more. Like it's so hard, to, like, and come like just to condense it all down, and like, right. What's up? Um. Can Sora lose um, his his Keyblade? Does he that ever happen? Can, he can, but he, he literally he can have it teleport right back into his hand. So yeah, really, it comes back. It comes so back can, to him automatically. He can never be. Yeah. Has he ever been disarmed? Like, and like lost his abilities? Only once, but um, that's kind of well. Yeah, fuck it. I was gonna say it's a spoiler reason, but like it's it's a fucking old ass game so the keyblade originally wasn't his it was his friend's riku's but after a while the keyblade like returned to him because it knew that he was more worthy so basically like that was like really the only time no that was like the only time it happened and so it's his now and but so it it can't happen again it can't happen again no why not not? because riku got his own keyblade now so they're both worthy the plot of Kingdom Hearts is so complex, you cannot spoil it with one detail. Listen, like in my hot take, I said it's not complex. It also it's almost two decades old. Yeah, it is two decades old. That is true. It's not complex if you play them, but it's, it is a lot of stuff to play. That's for sure. Does Sora have like the, uh, like a mana system? Like can uh, just spam moves? So yeah, in the in the game there is a mana system, but it does after he uses it all uses it all up, it does recharge after a while. So I guess there is that. Um it, it 
Well, I guess it depends on the game, but it like in the first. Yeah, in the first one, one it was like just it, like, like um. It, it recharges it, as, as you hit enemies. Yeah, but in in later games it recharges but like after games, you use yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's that. Um, like I said, I could be here all day talking about how Sora is like fucking OP as shit. Like I can go through all the stuff that happens, but I, I, I don't know. That's all I'm going to say on Sora. Like he's OP as fuck. Anime bullshit is basically what it is. Um, Keyblade's OP. He, he can dual wield. He can transform the Keyblade if he wants to. He can... Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. I don't want to get more into it because then we'll start getting into the confusing aspects, quote unquote, <laughs> that people think is confusing. Like you know, like right. how there are different Soras and stuff, even though there's not really. It's all gonna so, go on, though. I, I I do have one more point to say, but I'll save it for the the end. Yeah, if you have all any right. questions, just ask me. Basically, you know, explain. I think Sam, you should you should say yours. All right. Oh, who's that? Oh, you got Pop. Swear to God. Pop Funko for it, is it? It's Kratos. How the hell? Uh, okay. How did I know this was video game character ever? It's through him. Yeah, it's not him. Uh, I was trying to trick you. It's not Kratos. Um, okay, I was gonna say because Sora. I'm pretty sure he's, Sora is killed He's pretty dogs. cool too, but uh, but uh, no. Um, there's there's this little feller. This little little feller. Um. When I was thinking, you know, about this, I was like, who can, no matter the situation, overcome the odds and is, can adapt to the circumstances that he is in while he is fighting? And there's only one person that can do that, and his name is Pablo Sanchez. Now, if you don't know who little Pablo Sanchez is, I don't. There's, these, there's this video game series that I don't even know if they make them anymore. They're called, well, there's multiple video game series called Backyard Soccer, Backyard Football, Backyard Baseball, Backyard fucking, I don't know, fucking everything, Backyard Hockey. And there's this little feller called Pablo Sanchez that's in all the games. This motherfucker's OP as shit. He is amazing. <laughs> At every... Huh? <laughs> I just, I just looked him up. <laughs> <laughs> he is amazing at every sport out there. So my my thing my thing is is no matter what he is doing, he will succeed. He is the best. He is the goat. He will <laughs> destroy you with his. Too. And you know what? He's got a little bat. He's got some little soccer cleats. God damn it! He's got some ice skates. Fucking shred you with those, bad boy. And you know what? He's got all those pads from football and a helmet. He's ready for your fucking Sora. He's ready for you, Pikachu. Oh, fuck. I forgot to mention something, too, but go on. I think Gaff froze, or he's incredibly still. I think he might be scared because Pablo's coming for him. Um. Yeah, so Pablo Sanchez for the win. <laughs> I want to mention another thing about Sora because I totally... I don't know how the fuck I forgot this, but I got to wait for Gaff to come back, so... My internet exploded. There um, we go. Currently on data. So we'll I, I should drop my voice then. I mean, my video, because I think it's going to use up a lot. Um, 
technical sorry. difficulties, chat. I'm sorry. You were gonna um, you were gonna say something about uh Pablo Sanchez, uh Sam before I I lost I lost you guys. Oh no, I don't know I don't I don't know I don't know where you lost me. Uh did you hear anything about Pablo Sanchez and how badass he is? I heard you say he was a goat. Well, yeah, he's well, the, he's the he's the goat. That's pretty much all you need to know. He's just like can do anything you throw at him. Got hit out of the ballpark, baby. You know, I I can't help but notice that I'm looking up on Backyard Sports Wiki. Um, yeah. Paul Sanchez doesn't speak English. Do you think that'll be a problem? No. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> Um, Does fucking Pikachu speak English? Well, Pikachu can understand commands. That's how the trainer tells it to battle. Okay, well, Pablo Sanchez doesn't have a master, all right? He's not some slave like your little Pikachu is, all right? All right. He's his own master. So what sports can... Baseball, soccer... everything. He has no weakness. Mm. He has no weaknesses. Has oh, so it soccer and football. Okay, so when yes. in the football game, do you know if Pablo can? Does he ever make physical contact with other players? Does he tackle and stuff? It's football. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, it depends what position you have in play. Uh, but no, they all touch each other. That's weird. They they all <laughs> tack, tackle each. Yes, they all make physical content. When they... <laughs> okay, I I got I got what you meant. Pablo Sanchez is going around there touching everybody. Um, also, I'm looking through his pictures, so he does actually look like a a, a human being at some point. Well, yeah. If you have, oh, yeah. if you if you don't know what he looks like, just imagine like a unit, like just. A unit. Just he's a he's just a he's just a unit, man. I was gonna say Caillou, um, in his first appearance. I mean, look at this little fucker. Come on. He's got that mean look in his eyes. Look at that little smile. That cocky smile. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Okay, so we have. Pikachu, Dora, and Paulo Sanchez. I mean, look um, at this. Look at this backyard football rating. Throwing, four out of four footballs. Catching, four out of four footballs. Running, four out of four footballs. Blocking, three out of four. Respectable. Kicking, no, not, two out of four footballs. So he's not, he's not as good at blocking and kicking. Yeah, but he's still fucking dynamite, man. He's... He's he's a he's the he is a jack of all trades, all right? But a master of none. Um Which I, is still, ask, he is what? a jack of all trades. <laughs> but a master of none. Or a jack of all trades is a master of none, but is still better than a master of one. Get right. Did you just make that's that the, up, or is, is that no? Thing? That's the full quote. Oh, okay. Well, but people use the, 
people use that quote out of context. In context. Okay. Okay. So this is not. I'm not right. I have a question. Wait. Sanchez out here dominating. In his in his games, is there ever like a stamina feature? Um. Does Pablo ever tire? <laughs> I think in the baseball game, the pitchers, if he's if he's pitching, he his he has they have like a stamina bar because they, they need more because the stamina bar is like a juice box, like a caprice. <laughs> <laughs> it's great but I suppose yes he does tire alright but I mean can, come on Louis get exhausted you know um, I want to throw in a few more details about Sora that I completely forgot he fought Sephiroth twice and won well I guess not one but he survived until Cloud came in and came in to fuck up Sephiroth as well he also fought oh, Cloud. So... Uh, let's see. He also fought the gods. Like or the ti- the gods, like Hades. Well, Titans. just Hades. Yeah, the Titans and Hercules and stuff like that. So, Do with that what you will. He also went to sleep for a whole year without eating. In a chamber. Weird detail that they didn't it's mention health, there. Wait, wait, which Hades? Healthy. Like the Hades from, from, the Hades uh, from Hercules. The... Hercules movie? Yeah, in the Titans too. Oh, well, he didn't look so tough. Okay. I don't know, man. Um, does Sora have any like elemental weaknesses? Mm-hmm. I mean, he all of them hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's there's not, no one that hurts not, him more. It's not like Pokemon where you're you're like strong and weak against something. It. it you have you you have different equipment that you can equip, so it depends what equipment he has equipped. Yeah, that will give him different uh, buffs, different defenses. Okay, so, so the base, but I'm guessing base. The, sta- the standard Sora is not resistant nor vulnerable to any any one attack. Not one over the other, no. Okay, but I mean, fucking. He can get fucked up. When I was a kid, you know how many times it took me to kill fucking Clayton? Oh my god. Watch that cutscene over and over again. Uh, e. ooh, yeah. ooh, uh, not Clayton. <laughs> uh, thank god they added skip cutscenes in the newer releases. Yeah, thank god. So I just want to say that Pikachu doesn't tire. Like it doesn't matter how hard you you run it. Like in a race, it's always going to be Pablo. Uh, in, a, in a foot race. Um, yeah, exactly. So if you see, that's the thing. If you if Pablo's ever on the verge of defeat, just run away. Just run away. See, but he'll, how he'll that, go as far as those little feet will take him. How does that compare to little to literal teleporting? Oh. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I mean, come lightning, on. Lightning's pretty fast. <laughs> L- listen to this description well, <clears throat> of his, of Pablo Sanchez from Backyard Baseball. Pablo does not speak any English, it seems, but he knows the language of baseball and knows it well. Simply put, this kid is good. <laughs> Man, 
Just good. Give him a keyblade. Not, not great or amazing, just good. But uh, if he got a letter grade, he'd, he'd be a B. Um, Why do I feel like this is going to be a three-way tie anyways? Because you cannot vote for your own character. I don't know, man. Dude. Which of us is going to vote for Paulo Sanchez? Really, Eric? You're swaying to that? I mean... Yo, P- what? Pikachu is just a basic-ass Pokemon. I'm not going to lie. Pretty yeah, powerful Pablo, Pokemon. Pablo hit that, hit that bitch with a bat. <laughs> it's over. I mean, Pikachu... Well, a rat in the, mo- have you, in the movies and the shows, Pikachu does get fucked up a lot, so I mean... Yeah, but it always gets back up. Yeah, but that's within the rules of yes. Pokemon. If it was real, so it is Pablo Sanchez, alright? All I'm saying is Pablo <clears throat> never died. Never died once in one of his games. Sora dies a bunch but comes back. Is that a spoiler? Probably is. The, <laughs> what, the, what does it the, take? The, the rules of death in Kingdom Hearts is fucking weird, is all I'm going to say. What does it take to bring Sora back? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's going right, into deep Kingdom Hearts lore right there. That. Don't even answer that. <laughs> Listen, I'll, uh, here's what I'm going to say. Sora fucking stabs himself with a keyblade and it becomes a body, beca- uh, gets no body and comes back. He fucking goes to sleep for a year because he loses his memories. That shit comes back. Let's see, what the fuck You know what else? that sounds like? Weaknesses. I don't know. Weaknesses. What that says to me is that Sora can't fucking die. Well. I, I think Pablo could... Could disarm? Could, yeah. Oh wait, no, never mind. Could teleport it back. Hmm. I was gonna say I disarm just, the keyblade. I just found something very interesting. This is the description of Pablo Sanchez, na- uh, nicknamed the Secret Weapon, uh, in Backyard Basketball. You can't call him the Secret Weapon anymore. With his blinding speed, deft ball handling, and deadly outside shooting, Pablo has made a name for himself. Just call him. The weapon. Now. Mm. Wow, that's that's pretty hardcore for a it's little a, a back, backyard sports game. This little Latino boy is about to whoop on an, this little yellow rat with electricity, whatever that might kill a human. Not if he's wearing football gear. <laughs> Okay, well, unless you guys have anything left to say to defend your char- your champions, actually. Not to, not to defend, um, but this is making me want to go back and play Kingdom Hearts again. All that, the entire series. All of it? Yep, I'll play through that shit again. Alright, see you in the next decade. Yep. You should play a gaff and let me know how you feel about it. I... Yeah, I have a... Play it. I have a life games. to live. Whoa, man. And life is only... <laughs> I for sure. The games, the games aren't None that of the long. Games take that long. At least yeah. play one, two, and three. That's all I really need. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know about going in that order for skipping the three after two. I don't know about that. One and two, you could definitely play. I don't know if going oh, from two okay. to three is a good idea. That's what I. Well, did. Why? Why not? Because <laughs> there's a lot of uh, games well, that came out in between um, that are more important. Because in today's world, people don't know how to count. Gaff. You that, got that's freaking. True. Yeah, freaking bravely default two, and then bravely default the fucking it like, second it was like or bravely whatever the hell default bravely second, and then bravely default yeah. two. I think it was yeah. 
And then you got fucking uh, Xbox 360. Then they were like, Xbox One. It's like, the fuck did that come from? And then they just didn't do Xbox Two. Bat, yeah, in Battlefield. It seems like it seems like in today's world, the only one that knows that it count is fucking PlayStation. Listen, one, two, three, four, five, easy. Listen, Gaff, if you need help with Kingdom Hearts, just let me know. Buy the collection on PlayStation for like they go on sale for like twenty bucks a lot of the times, where you get the whole series, and uh, go from there. Anyways. Did we lose Gaff again? <laughs> Maybe. And we okay. just can't see. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'm Every voting t- for, for Pablo, whoever his name is. There we go. <laughs> Since we can't vote for our own. Well, then fuck it. I'm voting for Pikachu. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Oh no! It can only <laughs> it can only end in a tie. Or... It's gotta end in a tie, and then next week we gotta we gotta ask or Steven. Pablo Blake. wins. Next week we gotta ask <laughs> Steven who wins. He'll be the deciding factor. All right. Well, I think I think I'll just take the well, lead in this. This has been episode what twenty of X Interact. <laughs> We have had no technical difficulty. It's all gone perfectly. Um, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at x2interact underscore. Uh, YouTube, follow us Spotify. on your yeah YouTube, Spotify, or whatever podcast service you listen to your podcasts on. Um, until next time, this has been Sam, Ark. Gaff, who abandoned us, um, and Steven will hopefully be back next week. But until then, wait. See ya. Wait. Ah, what? He's back. I I didn't know you couldn't hear me. No. I just listened to you. I thought you were just stealing my spot as a host. No, you were. You no, were we couldn't gone. hear you. Well, until next time, this has been. Wait, who are you voting for, though? <laughs> Hold up, we can't. Oh, you didn't. Sleep. Oh, shoot, you didn't even hear me say that. No, I vote for Pablo because I, I, I refuse to let Laura win. <laughs> nope, then I'm changing my to Pikachu. It has to be a tie. It's got to be a tie. You So, God damn it! If if we ever do this again, Pablo will be the reigning champ. No, he won't. <laughs> Pablo 2021, baby. Oh. So until next week, this has been episode twenty of X to Interact. Uh, we are Stephen, who's not here, Eric, Sam, and Gaff. Until next week, goodbye. This has been a shit Bye-bye. show of a podcast, but I love it. <laughs>